What it do, baby boo? This one's crazy. Let's get fresh with Jules and Jess. Hey, hey. Hey, how you doing? Oh, we're doing just great, Ma. Listen to us. We sound great. We got such great feedback on the last podcast about yeah. how awesome the sound was and, you know, no technical difficulties. Yeah. So thanks for blowing smoke up our booties. Okay? <laughs> um, wait, can we reference something? Because I always do the titles of these episodes like I edit them and post them. So Jess never knows what I'm going to call them. Did you happen to see the episode that was like a few episodes ago? And it was like, I called it opinions or like dot, dot, dot noses. Everybody has. Oh one. my God. I don't think that I read the whole thing, but like when I was listening to our podcasts a couple of weeks ago, I did look at the titles and I was thinking, I was like, you know, Julie's pretty creative with this stuff, but just so you, it's for reference. I came up with just wait, get fresh. I came She's up like, with- wait, what is this podcast called? <laughs> Jacking off with Jules and Jess. <laughs> that was my first attempt. That was but the yeah. first one. Um, Didn't stick though. That's my one creative claim to fame. Get fresh. And then of course our intro, get fresh. Oh my gosh. I really, really need to get a new intro. It's I don't bad. know. I'm it's... kind of, I'm kind of invested on it now. Mm. I know somebody in their car hears it and they're like, oh, oh. So true. They're like, ooh, did I stumble upon Pornhub or? Yes. Okay. Welcome. Um, but um, tell me about your week. How was your week? Uh, my, my peak, my pits. Okay. So first, let me just say before I get started, me and Julie are both holding a dog right now. Mm-hmm. And it's really an awesome experience. If you have a cuddly buddy around you, I suggest you just give him a quick little hug. Mm-hmm. We are we are not worthy, honestly. No, we just pray that my dogs don't open their mouths because if we do, <laughs> we're all going to pass out because- <laughs> Um, if I could describe it in one word, it's shrimp. Um, so anybody with a small dog just knows small dogs they just do. smell like they're rotting from the, the inside out. I'm so glad it's you said that. My, my, I had a Yorkie when growing up and my mom used to always say, here comes dead worms, here comes dead worms. Mm-hmm. And I never got it as a kid. And the older I get, when I see anyone with their little rat dogs, I'm mm-hmm. like, dead worms walking. Yep. Yep. And listen, they just had baths. Okay. So they're nice and fluffy and cute and just still stinky. Just, they still stink. It doesn't ever matter. They always smell bad. They always smell like they rolled in something because they like to do that too. Pepper literally gets her bath, runs outside and is in the grass just doing somersaults basically. So they know when they um, got their baths just so they can be total jerks. Oh, all right. So peak Valley, my peak is, um, I'm back in the swing of coach Jess. Like I am Mm -hmm. feeling myself girl. She's coach Jess again. And ain't nobody tell me nothing. When I put the Mm -hmm. mic on, I go straight Britney Spears. I'm a slave. Like (laughs) today I actually played pussycat dolls in class. And I thought of you, I was like, they call you sexy. I call you sexy. So anyways, the bitch is back. So super excited about that. It just feels good to get confident again with something, mm-hmm. you know, like that big fish in a little pond feeling. Yeah. Love it. And it's just such a part of who you are. Yeah. You know I mean, like your coach Jess. Coach, your coach Jess, Jess and literally. My phone. And it's so funny because we also have Tara um, who does some stuff with us. And I do not call her Tara or Coach Tara. <laughs> I'd never be like, and Coach Tara, blah, blah, blah. No, that just yep. doesn't, it doesn't roll off the tongue. Coach Jess, however, your first name might as well be Coach and your last name. It's well funny be because I feel so stupid every time I go to, like, I have alternate personalities. I have Coach Jess and then, like, I have, you know, Jessica, Jessica mm-hmm. from the block. Mm-hmm. Um, but, 
people like when they see me out in public if i run into the supermarket this has been happening more now the that i'm supermarket. back supermarket yeah i'm are 45 you like what <laughs> are you going to move in with the amish i, don't I know, know. I someone else calls it a supermarket. supermarket i can't wait to find out who but i um i'll like walk in the grocer whatever yeah the grocer <laughs> and i'll hear coach Pass Jess. the milkman on the way yes and they're carrying glass bottles so anyways back in my vibe there um my pit is that uh, as I've talked about, I think a couple of podcasts ago, I'm juggling quite a few things. You're juggling. <laughs> I knew you were going to call me out. Yeah, you, we, you can't get away with nothing around us. We're like, Oh, you, you stumbled over a word. Gotta make fun of you. Yeah. Please don't come to my class because I'm <laughs> messing up my words so bad. She's back, but not all the way. Yeah. I was never fully there. So no. we're back to where we were, but anyway. Um, so as I've talked about juggling a lot of different things, coming up with time management. And that being said, there are some tough decisions sometimes mm -hmm. that you have to make when mm -hmm. you do, you know, I took Julie's advice. I took my own advice. I sat down. I really looked at a calendar for the first time. Don't worry. It was still handwritten. Okay, it was handwritten, not, it's, not electric. And um, I was like, Jessica, girl, you bit off way mm -hmm. more than you can mm -hmm. chew. Something has got to give because I do notice my mental health, you know, mm -hmm. you start to realize what feeds you and what doesn't mm -hmm. feed you. And I want to get rid of the things that aren't feeding me yeah. and make room for more stuff that makes yeah. me feel like myself. So I do have to make a hard decision about one of my jobs. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of hard because we talk about it. Like, you know, I'm very used to being a people pleaser. And I know that there's, this is going to be a hard conversation and I'm going to feel guilty leaving my squad and my team. And also I have that apprehension of going into the unknown. Mm -hmm. So that's something that's really kind of weighing heavily on me. I feel like I have some yeah. PTSD in this kind of, you know, scenario. It's an so. unsettling feeling is what yeah. it is. So I am going to piggyback off of you. And, um, I feel like I'm probably like speaking too soon. Honestly, I'm a little scared to even like say this out loud, but I, this morning, um, this is my, I'm going to say this is my bad week because I'm not like super happy about it, but I, you know, started that conversation with my boss about, Hey, I think it's time. Like I've got something good going on on my own. And I really like trust myself to do this. And I think I need to like pursue my own stuff like mm -hmm. full time. And I was talking to him, ta like just telling him that, like, I didn't know what this was going to look like and I'm not leaving tomorrow, but I just think we need to kind of start the conversation and get a good game plan going. But I told him, I'm like, I'm not happy about it. You know what I mean? Like I've never left a job that right. I was happy at before, you know? So it's kind of like a weird feeling. Like I told him, I'm like, I'm not leaving to go to another company. Like who's going to pay me more? Like I'm literally leaving to pursue my own thing. And mm -hmm. that in itself is like terrifying. I was going to say, I was literally going to say terrifying. So, and, and so it's, it's funny because, and I, I explained this to him, I'm like, I just, I'm really concerned about not burning a bridge and going about it the right way. And I said, I've been feeling very one foot in one foot out lately. And I just don't like how that feels. It's a very unsettling feeling for me. It's this, like, I'm in this limbo period. I don't know what I'm doing. And so anyway, I just kind of took the first step this morning into not feeling like that anymore because I did, I had to sit down with myself and I had to say, okay, I'm feeling anxious. And I know that there is something that is making me feel anxious. And what is that thing? And it ended up being just this like revelation that I had over the weekend of, I, I think I know what it is. And I don't even want to admit it to myself yeah. or say it out oh. loud, but I know what it is. And so it was just, it was like a, a tough conversation this morning. So I'm going to call that my bad week. 
Mm-hmm. And then my good week is Chris is almost done with the night shift. Ooh. So we survived. I um, think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but it just, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that I'm like not excited. For to be to be over. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm just excited to be able to like spend time with him on weekends mm-hmm. and he doesn't have to work on holidays anymore and no more weekends and yeah. just all good. So a schedule kind of still like shifts, I mm-hmm. guess every few weeks it, it shifts like a few hours, but he never works earlier than like 6am and he never works later than like 10pm. So um, I'm, I'm ready. Because- yeah. And that's good because I think that your guys, and I think a lot of people can relate to this too. You kind of take advantage or not take advantage, take for granted the small things that you get to do because you're both leading such busy lives. So the small things like getting to work out together or getting to sit on the couch together at the same time mm-hmm. when one of you isn't working or yes. pulled in a different direction. Yes. I think that that intentional time is huge. So I'm sure you're excited to have absolutely. And just like one of the like ways that Chris and I enjoy spending time with each other the most is working out together. Mm -hmm. And so just to be able to kind of get on a better schedule of being able to do that with each other is something I'm looking forward to because that's one thing like I've put it in my schedule. Now I work out like six or seven times a week. Mm -hmm. Well, pre foot injury, but um, I always make sure two of those are with him. So yeah. I'll go to like an afternoon class so we can do it together, even though I absolutely hate the afternoon Ugh. class, but Hey, that's marriage. Um, <laughs> so it's anyway, th- that's my, that's my high, mm-hmm. but, um, Jess, what are we talking about today? I can't remember. <laughs> She's ready for this. Yeah. Well, guys, I'm prepared. Okay. I'm just here. <laughs> She's here for the entertainment. Um, our topic today, something we want to talk about was kind of breaking up with your old habits, mm-hmm. with your old self mm-hmm. and being able to move forward, not carrying that stuff with you or not letting mm-hmm. it affect you. And I think that the reason we wanted to talk about this, I'll remind you, Julie, was because yeah, I forget we are both kind of right now going through a transition or something where old habits might start to kick in. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's so hard to not carry stuff with you and almost become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. Like I am queen of self-fulfilling prophecy, setting myself up for failure and then failing at something because I, I don't want to say I don't believe in myself, but I'm used to the pattern of being that Mm -hmm. person that it's like, oh, you're trying this now or, oh, you're like, y'all I'm 20. How old am I? 27. I've had 18 jobs in my life. 18. Holy crap. Are you serious? Yes. It was actually really funny when I was get like onboarding for my current job. They were like, tell two truths and a lie. Oh, I just spat on you. I'm sorry. This, is, this is what happens when we're podcasting together. Okay. Well, this was really fun you. doing this together, but all the other ones are going to be <laughs> not in person because I can't handle that. Good thing I didn't see it. I, like, oh. I think it landed on your toe too. Perfect. So you're fine. <laughs> By the way, I have like untreated athlete's foot right now. So, and it's really um, close to my face. It is. If my- I'm embarrassed. Don't look. I should have worn socks. Oh my God. I'm it's just, it's, up. here's the thing. This is off topic, but let me just defend myself for a moment. I've had athlete's foot one other time in my life and it itched. It's supposed to itch. Whatever I have going on, maybe it's not, I think it is athlete's foot though. It kind of looks like it, but it doesn't itch. So I don't really notice it until I'm in a position where I'm not wearing socks and shoes and I'm in front of someone else. And then I see them looking at my foot <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I totally forgot. She this is thinks so that they're looking. I was not looking. At no, feet, they are. I was with friends on the boat and I was like later that night sitting with them in my living room. And I was like, oh yeah, I think I have untreated athlete's foot. And one of them was like, yeah, I was looking at that earlier. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my God. All I'm right, dead. I'm done. I'm... I gotta go freaking get some ointment. I have ointment. That's the thing. I literally have it here. I bought it like 
months ago because I thought I had it and then I was like oh I think it went away wait first of all the word ointment because I'm laughing at you <laughs> making fun ointment. of me for saying supermarket <laughs> and it was like the way I said it too was just so gross ointment like it was like uh, not good okay <laughs> You know what? Feel free to record this part. Ointment. That's your new text tone. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh my God. Supermarket. I don't know what accent that is. Either. I don't know. But if you guys can see the face that Julie was making her Ointment. like her chin just like retracted back into her neck. I think mm -hmm. that's the best thing. That's how you have to say it. Just, you got to just get all the chins all together. What just, was I just talking about? I don't about? know. How many true truths and a lie? How many jobs? Okay, thank you. This is going really well. So I, I said one of my, one of my lies or one of my truths was I've had 18 jobs and the girl who was running the two truths and the lies who worked for the company, she said, well, let's hope to God, this is your last one. And that's not a pattern. Meanwhile, that's the job I'm thinking about quitting guys. <laughs> so number 19 coming oh up. Oh my God. That's um, so funny. But yeah, so it's a, it's, that's like a pattern for me, but the whole point I'm saying is the pattern I'm trying to break out of is being a peeper peeper. <laughs> She's being a peeper. peeper. All right, I'm going home. Forget this. <laughs> you can turn the podcast off now. We understand. <laughs> she wants to be a peeper peeper. Yes. I'm a people pleaser. And the fact that I have a hard time saying no, because mm -hmm. I've like set a very high standard for myself. Um, and here's the pattern. I set a high standard for myself. I promise everybody everything. Mm -hmm. And then I show up for nobody because mm -hmm. I overwhelm myself. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that I've probably talked about this all the time. Like I'm very aware this is something personal yeah. I need to work on, Yeah. but I am trying to do that. And I think part of trying to do that is truly breaking up with my old self mm -hmm. and setting new patterns of normalcy. Mm -hmm. So that way I don't become this self-fulfilling prophecy of a peeper pleaser. A peeper pleaser. Um, <laughs> and set myself up for failure. That's great though. Like, I, I don't know like why this is coming to my mind, but and I don't even know if it really is on topic, but it's what came to my mind. So what's one thing that I do is I like, I think it's because you said the self-fulfilling prophecy and I do that in a really negative way where I'll brace myself for hurt or disappointment or failure. And I won't even like allow, I, I actually don't do this anymore, but I, I have done it in the past and actually I do it when like really big things in my life are happening. So when I'm starting a new business or yeah. when I'm getting married or just like all eyes are going to be on me. No, when I'm getting married all the times, so. all the times <laughs> that I've gotten married, but like specifically, I, I actually did go to therapy right before my wedding because I was like, okay, I do this thing and it's unhealthy and I need to get to the root of why I'm doing it. And it's like, I set my, I like come up with these situations in my head and I'm like, yeah, this is probably going to happen. So I'm just not going to care. Right. Like I'm probably not going to lose weight or I'm going to gain it all back. So I'm not even going to try or mm -hmm. I'm going to embarrass myself so bad in this workout. It's going to be so horrible. So I'm not even going to care or I'm yeah. not going to try because if I try and I look like a fool, then that's embarrassing. But if I don't care and I look like a fool, then I just didn't care. And you're like, it, who cares? Like it's not even that important. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and then it's just same thing with failure. It's like, just um, I'm, I, whenever I'm bracing myself for some sort of, purpose, yeah, you're anticipating, you're anticipating like the letdown almost. Yeah. And like, I'll even say this for you. And this could maybe be more my fault because I'm such a flake and I know that, and I'm working on it, but even the point where like Julie, so we have a setting, a standing schedule, right? Every Monday we do this 
every Wednesday, whatever we do this. And like, we're both full grown ass adults. We both, you know, take care of ourselves, yada, yada. But without, what's the word? Without like fault, I don't know. Julie will always text me. Are you still good? Are you there? Are you gonna make it? So it's like, I almost think even Julie is setting herself up to be disappointed by me, which I'm like, I don't blame you bitch. Cause like, hi, I can be disappointing, but it's like stuff like that, even that I notice. And so like, I try to see it in myself, you know? Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely, and it's a toxic trait that I think a lot of us do. And especially if you have any sort of like anxiety of any sort, I, I think it's like my anxiety shows itself in creating situations in my head that are never going to happen. But I'm like, okay, I just got to prepare myself just in case this happens. And I close my eyes and I think about every horrible thing that could possibly happen today. You know what I mean? That's and healthy. It's, it's super healthy. But like I said, I don't really do that much anymore, but yeah. I do, in very like stressful or very like uncertain or trying times, I do revert back to that feeling of like, Oh, okay. I got to brace myself. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. So when everything good in my life, this is the other thing I do. This is where I currently am with it. This is how it's evolved. Everything in my life for the most part, knock on wood is really good. Yeah. Even like the bad things. I'm like, you know what? It's good. But I almost hold my breath when everything is good. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's coming. Yeah. Whatever it is, the sky's going to fall and it's coming. Mm-hmm. So I'm like holding my breath at all times or I'm super happy and I'm looking around and I'm in this moment and with my family and the kids are laughing and I'm like looking around or I'm petting my dogs and I'm like, oh, this is just amazing. Life is so amazing. And then I'll be like, so what's going to happen? It's not. Yeah. Until it's not. And then I just start to like go down this spiral mm-hmm. of, and I have to really be, I'm aware of it. Yeah. And I try to really put a stop to it, but it's, I think human nature. I was going to say, I think everybody does that. And I think it's huge that you say that you acknowledge it when it happens, because like, let's be real patterns are patterns, regardless Mm -hmm. if they're healthy, if they're unhealthy, when you get used to doing something, your body expects it, your mind expects it to happen. So Mm -hmm. you, it's almost like you can't help, but get to that mindset, Mm -hmm. you know? So same with me. I'm like, okay, my job is going really well, whatever. Like I know I'm going to screw up a class and this Mm -hmm. without fail. Um, so I'm coaching right now. I used to be a head coach. I stepped down. It was just a lot of responsibility. So I have a new head coach. Um, and I've been coaching for probably a year and a half longer than her. Mm-hmm. And she came up to me and was like, I'm coming to take your class. I immediately self-sabotage. Like, it's like, I, I knew I was going to mess up yeah. because I was nervous about it. So just like how you said, you're like, you don't take it too seriously. So that way you don't, you know, yeah. like, it's like not as embarrassing. Yeah. That's literally almost how I was. I pointed out my own failure and I'm so mm-hmm. mad about it. I kick myself for it mm-hmm. because that's something I always used to coach and always tell people like, don't point out your own flaws because mm-hmm. 10, nine out of 10 times, the other person didn't see it first, yeah. but you brought it up to the surface. Yeah. So like she took my class, she got on the treadmill. I literally don't even know what the hell I was coaching. It was not the workout of the day though. Let me tell you. Oh, no. And she did look at me at one point and was like, what are you doing? And I was like, we'll get back on track. It's fine. But had she not called me out, you bet your bottom dollar, I would have went up to her after class and said, did you see, I, I messed up. I'm so sorry. Like blah, blah, blah. But I didn't just own it and have confidence. It's like, I just set myself up and then fell into the pattern because I knew that's what was going to happen. You literally willed yourself into it. And that's the thing. It's, and that's where I think like Jess laughs at me because I really don't love affirmations Mm -hmm. and it's not because I don't think they're powerful and they work because they do, but I'm uncomfortable doing them. Um, and it, it is something that like, I do force myself to do in some capacity. Like I'm not, I can't, and I'm not at the point where I can look at myself in the mirror and be like, 
you sexy, you smart, <laughs> you that like, I can't do that. But what I can do is I can write it down Yeah, and I can read it and I can believe it. And that's further than I've been in a long time. Mm-hmm. I, think, I just don't like my voice. So anything out loud. I love is, it. Ooh. Um, <laughs> but well, thanks. I, uh, I don't even know where I was just saying. She just I wanted to thinking, remind everybody that she was sexy. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> meanwhile, how'd I even get there? I don't know. But meanwhile, I lay in bed and the first thing I do with my alarm goes, well, this is a pattern. This is why this is funny. My mom told me this story one time. This is off topic, but buckle in. Oh, she I got said, a good one for you after too. We'll just turn this. What We're done talking about our podcast topic. We're just going to tell stories for us. You don't mind, do you? Okay, cool. My mom said that my so my dad was in the military for like i'm gonna age him mama he's like 50 years like homeboy has put in some time okay he finally just retired congrats yay Yay. um but my mom said that without fail every single morning his alarm clock goes off at 4 30 and the first thing that comes out of his mouth is a big fat f-bomb and she was like that's it she was like jessica this is how i start my mornings the alarm my husband Ah, yep right exactly she's like and then we get another beep and she was like do you know the energy that brings into Mm -hmm. my day and I was like you know what you are so right because I used to dread that Mm -hmm. nobody wants their alarm going off at 4 30 no one wants their alarm to go off when they're tired right but if you wake up with the intent like of the day like oh great I'm dragging ass I'm out of bed you're Uh setting yourself up to fulfill a horrible day Uh but if you like wake up and the first thing out of your mouth is I'm so let's grateful. Go. Yeah. Let's go girls. Let's go girls. <laughs> dun, dun, da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just pointed at her. Like she was supposed to know what she was supposed to do. I was like, do. what am I supposed to bring back? Let's go girls. Yeah. Again? I was going to say, I think we, anyway, anyway, right. but the point is we're speaking something into existence and then we're fulfilling that pattern. Yeah. So wouldn't it be a beautiful thing if you set the tone and believed in yourself and mm-hmm. like started the day off that way. So I've been intentional when I wake up in the morning now, I'm like, I mean, if you're religious, whether you're not, whatever, I'm like, thank you, God, that I woke up today, that the sun is shining or not, because the pollen is disgusting right now. Um, and I'm here and I'm breathing and I'm moving and we're going to make it a positive day. And even if I'm having a shitty day, I'm going to try to change someone's day. Yeah. Interact with. Yeah. I think that's huge. And especially when you're having a bad day too, yeah. if you can at least make somebody else's day a little bit better, it just fills your cup. The energy. Like, absolutely. Um, there's been times where I'm having just a really, really bad day. I mean, okay. How about the day I hurt my foot? Mm-hmm. I was in a very bad place that day mentally. And I had one-on-ones that night. And I was like, I'm about to have to sit here and like put a smile on my face and like pretend that I'm okay when I'm not. And I've been yeah. crying all day. And you know what? I got into that first one and I saw her face and I went, I got this. Hmm. And it just immediately filled my cup because it's like, I'm bringing value to somebody else. And that, mm-hmm. that is fulfilling to me. And they, yeah. In turn, bring value and fill up yeah. your cup. I love yeah. that. And it's just like, I don't know what it is. It's the minute I start doing anything with the program, like yeah. my whole mood changes. Like yeah. even if it's one of those things when Sunday stretch, I'm like, Oh, I don't want to wake up at nine 30. Like I'm up anyway. I'm like, I don't want to wake up at 930 and do the stretch. And it's like, then I log into the stretch. I'm like, I'm so glad I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's just absolutely. really um, one of those. That's things. me getting to any workout. And guys, isn't it a very powerful feeling to know that you have that capability? So like, think about it. If you're, if you're in the program, if you're not in the program, this goes for you too. But for those of you specifically that are in say yes, um, think about it, right? You're all a part of these different Slack channels you have the opportunity every single day to make somebody's day. And if that doesn't fill up your cup, I don't know what will. Because Absolutely. like knowing, like I've, t- I've said this before, I think, um, 
I'll go in and I'll have a class and I'll literally walk by someone and be like, nice form, Julie. And that person DMs me. I said two, three awards to them. And they're like, you made my entire day. Yeah. And so it's like having that power and knowing in this community we have that. I mean, listen, Julie even just said it. It filled up her cup to be able to yeah. reach out and just connect with one of you guys on a personal level. That's yeah. monumental. And, well, one of the girls on our one-on-one -on -one call that we had today was saying that she, she had, she's not, she's injured and she can't really do much. And I said, well, have you been, you know, going back and forth with your accountability partner still? And she goes, well, no, I haven't checked in with her because I don't really have anything new to report. And I'm like, yeah, but why don't you check in on her? Because yeah. maybe she has something new to report. Maybe she needs a little bit of support and you can be there for her. And that feels good for both of you. It so does, yeah. If there's a lot of science behind it. I don't know what that science is, but there is science there, okay? Me neither. Um, but I want to tell a story that has nothing to do with any of this. Is that okay? Do I have your blessing? Yes, go. Okay, so I was telling this story to somebody recently. I can't remember why, but I was like, oh, I need to make sure I tell this on the podcast. So this is another cringy moment. The one, the kind that keeps me up at night. Um, the kind that, you know, when I'm having a great day, I just look up into the abyss and I'm like, Oh my God, what did I do? Um, so here's one of those stories. So I was um, about to graduate. If you hear lettuce crunching, don't worry. That's just Jess eating her salad into the microphone. Um, but I was, um, about to graduate from college. I needed, did I tell the story about the job interview? Oh, no. Okay. I don't think I did, but if I did just laugh in your car and pretend like you haven't heard it. Okay. So I, I'm desperately trying to find a job. I'm almost about to graduate from college. Did I tell it? The I interview? know this story, but okay. like, I don't know if it's because I'm your friend. Okay. All right. Well, here we go. We're all friends here. Yeah. We're all friends here. Okay. So I am interviewing for this job and it's for target. And I pre-planned a joke that I was going to tell at some point in the interview. And I didn't know when I was going to tell it, but I had literally in advance planned this. And so they asked me, a, so the interview isn't going well. Let's just like really be frank. And it's not the kind of not going well where you're in your head and you're like, oh, I don't know if I answered that the way they wanted me to. No, it is a disaster. It is literally the worst job that I have only ever had like good job interviews. Mm -hmm. This was a disaster, <laughs> Jess. Literally, they asked me a question and halfway through answering the question, I looked at them. And I went, I'm so sorry. What was I, what was the question? Why is that What's, so you though? And I was like, oh, I just lost it. This is over. But I might as well walk yeah. out now. So then at the end they say, okay, well, we just want to know why target, like, why, why do you want to work here? And I was like, now's my time to shine. Here's the perfect <laughs> opportunity for me to insert my joke at the end of this disastrous interview. So I go, well, it's the fucking most cringy <laughs> joke ever. It's horrible. The fact that I pre-planned it makes it 10 times worse, by the way. I go, well, dogs are my favorite animal. And so it was either this or Taco Bell. <laughs> I said that in an interview, Jess. And you know, it's really funny for like people who have not been a fan of Target for a long time. They don't even get that because there's no dog with Target anymore, right? I think there... I don't know. Oh, I don't that makes it 10 times worse. Yeah, so no. please don't tell me that. That makes it 10 times worse because oh, I'm pretty man. sure that there's well, Taco no. Well, Taco Bell definitely doesn't have the dog you, But you would think that you would have said like Victoria's Secret or because people have oh, the pink dog, true. you know? Like when you first told me that story, I was like, what does dogs have to do with Target? And then I remember the bullseye dog. The white dog, dog with yes, the bullseye. Yeah. And then Taco Bell had the little chihuahua. Yeah. Well, we're old enough to get that. I mean, I'm assuming everyone who's like here with us also gets that's it. True. But that, that is funny. It's like, oh there's God. nothing more, Julie, I feel like, than that story. Horrible. <laughs> because she just has the best, like, it keeps me up at night cringing. You know that, like, waking up in the morning, Julie, yeah, could just. Thinking about a million things. 
Yeah, I have, I could do that trend 45 times over. I could. Wait, I, I ha can I tell one because I just did this in class? Oh no. So, all right. So I do this thing when I'm counting down the treadmills where I stick my hand in the air, like for final five seconds. That way, if you're in the brink of death, close to seeing Jesus on the treadmills, you can see my hand signal and you know, all right, five more seconds. So this guy was transitioning off the weight floor and I raised my oh, hand for no. five and he's like, what's up? And goes to high five me. So I put my hand down because like, I'm not high fiving anybody. Right. Yeah. So then I was like, oh my God, I feel so bad. So then I went to go fist bump him. We miss fist. Oh, I was no. like, just go on the treadmill. Forget it. Oh, I'm done. I was like, just go, God. just go. Was, why do these things happen? And then I don't my know. favorite horrible cringy moment is the one where you're walking towards someone and they're walking towards <laughs> you and then you step off to the right and they step off to the right and then you go to the left and you're like oh hey, oh ah, ah. and you all make those noise and it's just like I wow. thought you were gonna say um waves at you and the person behind you that one's bad that actually happened to me at my sister's kid's birthday party the other day this weekend yeah and like someone waved and I was like and then I was like, immediately looked behind me and I was like, okay, good. They were waving at me, but I don't know who they are. So I don't know what's worse. The other one that I love is of course the like, enjoy your food. Thanks you too. Oh, yeah. um, enjoy your ones, movie. Back in the days when we great. went to the movie theaters. Yeah. Those ones are always real winners. There's always just the like, Hey, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. How are you? Have you ever done that? And you go back and forth like four times. And you're like, oh, That's shit. everybody I coach. It's like, Hey, what's up? How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Good. Good how how about you? you? <laughs> yeah. No. I've done that. I've done that so many times that I, my heart just skipped a beat. Wait, oh, I have cringe. one more good one and then we can get off this subject, but this one's great y'all because this was like, I was 16. I got my Pontiac G6. I drove to the friggin' subway. Oh, I was like, gosh. cause you know, my mom had like a very strict vicinity. I could drive him. And and there was this guy I went to high school with who worked at the subway and he was so cute. Like looking back, like, Ooh, you worked at subway. It probably went, you know, real great. But anyway, so he was working at subway. I go in, I go to pay for my sandwich. What is it with me and the fist bumps? Oh, no. So I hand him the money, right? He goes to, um, hands me my change and he extends his fist out forward. I fist bumped this man. And he goes, no, I mean, I have your change and opens his palm and there's just oh, coins. No. Y'all, I literally died right there on the oh, floor. I crawled out of that subway. <laughs> that is horrible. Oh my gosh, we should do a submit. We should have people submit for this subject, the cringy things. Yeah. You know, that we should have the whole series. We should. We're just really cringy people. So someone make me feel better about myself. Yeah, so make please. us, please make us feel I better. I want to know what you've got waking up in the morning. <laughs> yes. About so Such many a, things. Okay, so actually one more thing before we hang out. So the hang girls, we, before we hang up. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, the girls in the program this time started a channel called Bravo bitches or something like that okay and I only watch like I watch sometimes like I'm not a religious um below deck watcher but I do mm -hmm. like it when it's on tv I am a VPR girl um so anyway I I love those two shows what I is join VPR in. Vanderpump oh, okay okay and so I'm like okay I gotta join this group just for those two but obviously if you're a Bravo lover it's Housewives okay so they were all like talking about Housewives I'm like okay so I'm gonna start one tell me which one you think I should do first and it was like unanimously New Jersey mm -hmm. so I started I'm like on season three already but I just found out that apparently that sound thinking about yeah things came from that show so I'm like 
dying to stumble upon the episode oh, when God. it happens because it's just going to make it so much better that now it's a TikTok But trend. the best part is when you actually see the episode, you're going to feel really bad because like, it's actually really is kind it, of depressing. Is it Danielle's daughter? Is I don't know what their it? names are, but it's like a young little girl. It's got to be Danielle's daughter. Yeah. And because it's, like, it's either Danielle's daughter or Teresa's daughter, but Teresa's daughter, Gia, she doesn't sing, but mm-hmm. where I'm at, well, the, the girl right clearly now, doesn't sing. Well, where I'm at in the show right now, Danielle's youngest daughter is trying to pursue her singing career. Oh, and she just okay. did her performance at the Sweet 16 and it was cringe. Oh, okay. So God. I just feel like if it's going to be any of them, it's going to be her. And I feel like it's coming. So that's going to be my season goodie. and episode. Yeah, please. I will. Do you watch Housewives? No. I, Should we just turn this into a Housewives I, podcast? Right. I know. Well, you know, what's funny is I have, um, I have trained a couple Housewives in Milton. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes. So um, I like, that was like my first kind of exposure to yeah, them. Yeah. So true. I actually was on the treadmill. So Kim Bierman and Croy were on the treadmill and then Chris his treadmill was right next to Croy. And then I was next no to No pressure. Right, exactly. So um, anyway, yeah, he, and obviously Croy's a, you know, professional athlete. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but he, he did really good. And he actually like kept turning to Chris and asking him questions. And I was like, oh my, oh my God, God, are you guys like friends now? Okay. Am I about to be a housewife? Yes, but I can't remember. I just remember no shade to Kim. Kim, if you're listening, because obviously you're definitely a religious listener of our podcast. <laughs> Um, no shade to Kim, but it did make me laugh. She just stood on, she stayed on the treadmill oh, yeah. the entire time. She refused to do weights. When I coached her classes, she would legit be like, I'm not doing weights. I'm not trying to get big. I really like wanted to be like, babe, you're not going to, yeah. but you know what? I don't give a shit. Kim Beerman's in my class. You do you boo boo. Yeah. I do have a really funny story about Croy, but I have to, I'm going to save that one. So someone comes what? back. No, come on. You can't do a part two. We don't do part twos around here. You got to tell it. All and right. But I'm, when I say that, I mean, we could totally hang this podcast up and you could tell me. All right, then, friends. Then we'll forget. Let's, this, you know what? I think I should put this out in the universe because Corey Bierman actually is a really nice man. Yes, he was. So, really nice. um, so in this class, there was Kim and Croy on the treadmills, and then we had another mich- member, Michelle. God bless your soul if you're listening to this. She was running next to Croy, so I called um, a sprint. And poor Michelle decided she was going to jump the tread rails. Oh, no. So she jumps the tread rails, never jump the jump, never jump the jumped. tread rails. Okay, ladies, it's just not worth it. So she went to go jump the trails. Oh, my God. Are you okay? No. Jess is broken. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Her left foot catches, slides oh. out from underneath her. So she penguin slides face on the treadmill. No, she doesn't. And just slowly slides off the back of it. Like, straight up plank style like face the, down the loud music even stopped oh like the whole it, it was dead silent it was oh, dead silent god. oh my god croy got off of his treadmill to help her he's like are you okay blah 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 she comes up to me she goes jessica i'm perfectly fine but i cannot stand to be in this class another second i'm leaving she left no she didn't like oh, she said that oh though and i was like i was like michelle you're fine she was like it's okay i just face planted my treadmill with croy beerman next to it and i was like yeah but now you can tell this story to everyone you ever oh meet gosh. there's so many like embarrassing gym things like if I do one embarrassing thing, I'm like, I can never go to the gym ever again. Like if I have to poop before class and I have to go in the bathroom, I'm like, Oh my God, no, nobody better walk in after me or else I'm never going to be able to come How do you to think I feel? Again. I can't poop no. in peace in my own place of work yeah. because I'm like, God forbid a member comes in after me and then there's me yeah. like, coach poopy pants. Like, no. <laughs> or, or we've all heard the stories of the Orange Theory coaches that forget to turn their mic off when they go to the bathroom Oh my God. Class. First of all, I do not bring my mic into the bathroom ill, but yeah. I definitely have heard multiple horror stories. That, that will not so be me, my friends. Funny. Um, I think Chris has emerged from his, his slumber. Oh, I don't know why we're being so quiet. (laughs) I know it's so true. Poor Chris. He can get no rest. Also other things that have happened during this podcast, 
Pepper definitely went and pooped somewhere. <laughs> Izzy got into the trash and I watched her eat what I think might have been a chicken bone, <laughs> but I don't know. I really hope You're it wasn't. hoping not. I hope not. I don't even, we didn't eat chicken wings, I don't yeah. think. So I don't know what to, anyway, either way, she took a big old chunk of something out of the trash. And um, anyway, so I had to run. You probably didn't hear me because I'm so stealthy, but I had to run and put her away during the On podcast. her broken foot. Yeah, on exactly hobbling trying to, you know, yell at my dog silently and give her the look. Um, but you know, it's just another day at Jules and Jess's. Just what Jules is, and Jess things. Just, what's our think? podcast called? <laughs> getting fresh. Oh, honey. just another day getting fresh over here. And I'm going to tell you something else because I'm disgusting. You know, I feel bad for people to listen to this. I feel bad if you're a regular listener, there must be something wrong with you. If you like this, my armpits have not been fresh lately. Oh my God. And I don't know what it is. And it's funny because I don't really have any hair growth because my laser hair removal and I put deodorant on every day. And by like three o'clock, I'm like, who smells? And then I lift my armpit up and I'm like, oh, it's me. Right. Um, if y'all were in the live workout, you remember Julie telling me how stinky I was. So I don't feel bad. This is, this is just Julie things. All right, guys, well, we're going to hang up now. By the way, my armpits smell. All right. Oh I'll my gosh. see you later. Jess was roasting me from my Instagram story. I like emerged after like a week of like sitting in a dark room, like pouting about my foot. And the first thing I said was, hi, everybody. It's been a while since I've come on. Look at my armpit hair. And she was just like, if this isn't just like, just Julie. Things, just Julie right things. Here, honestly, it's so true. You know, I was thinking during this podcast too, this is the worst podcast by the way I think like, this is the best I'm sitting think? here and I'm like I'm enjoying this so uh, much she's gonna listen to it later I am um but I think we should have Chris as a podcast guest oh my he definitely God. doesn't listen by the way because I remember we were like oh we'll say this thing about him and if he says anything yeah, yeah, yeah. he doesn't listen so I think we should have him as a podcast guest. we should do you guys have questions for Chris yeah, submit your ask Chris questions mm -hmm. so Chris what's it like to be married to such a um beautiful person graceful like, creature graceful kind soft soft gentle. very gentle and <laughs> sweet um yeah no Chris um I actually would love to give you guys like a look into our relationship because I actually think it's not what you think it is mm -hmm. if you're like an outsider oh for in, sure for whatever reason it's so funny because we're not hiding anything like we are who we are but there's one of the girls that's in the program that lives like down the street for me and we've become good friends um shout out to kenna but um she'll come over and just laugh she's yeah. like this is so she says you guys are interesting mm -hmm. and i don't think that's a compliment but i'm not mad at it either I'm do you like, want to know what it reminds me of y'all they're like your favorite grandparent couple like they've yeah. been together for 45 years and like they have each other's backs and love each other but like you bet your ass there are some fireworks and entertainment oh, yeah <laughs> we roast each other we Oh, Speak of the devil. Here he is. I was just saying that you have to be a podcast guest yeah, coming up. So buckle up. So get ready. Am I, am I the podcast now? Right now. Yep. And this is his first feature, honey. Just to give you an example, Chris, why are your pants so tight? I was going to say that ass looking thick, yeah. honey. He was doing uh -oh. some sumo squats before he came down Chris, here. Chris took it upon himself to also be injured and eat like crap when I was eating like crap. So um, anyway, we got we got some pounds to lose over here. We got some salads. To eat. Okay, perfect. All right. On well, that note. On that note, that's Chris. Okay. Well, everybody, I hope that you enjoyed this. Um, train wreck yeah and um happy friday have a great weekend stay sexy stay sexy and we'll talk to you next week bye bye